I don't know if many of you have watched the Dave Chappelle comedy special called Sticks and Stones on Netflix. I think it's something that you guys should watch. It's very funny. And Dave Chappelle, this is about one of his best stand-up I've heard him do um, out of all of them that I've ever seen. I was always a big fan of the Chappelle show. I like that he would just push the envelope on everything. Now, after this particular Netflix special, you know, there are certain individuals that got upset by this. Now, understand that he talked about white people. You don't hear white people upset about anything. He talked about black people. Black people aren't upset about anything. He talked about the Me Too movement. He talked about a lot of different things. But there's one part that I want to talk about today in this podcast. There's so many different things that they're upset about with him about. But I want to talk about the guys when he was on Comedy Central. And with the Chappelle show, he would always push the envelope. You know, he would say, you know, the N-word a lot. But he pointed out something that we really need to talk about here. And I'm going to play this clip, and then let's really get into it. So she sits me down. We have a nice conversation. She tells me, oh, the sketches are great. I go, oh, fantastic. Well, Well, then why am I here? She said, because, David, there's no way. You can never say the word faggot on our network. I didn't know I did anything wrong. I didn't try to defend myself. I said, all right, fuck it. I'll take it out. Have a good afternoon. And as I was leaving, it occurred to me. Hey, hey, Renee, quick question. It's just a question. Seriously, I want to know, like, why why is it? Why is it that, that I can say the word nigger with impunity? But I can't say the word faggot. And she said, because, David, you are not gay. I said, well, Renee, I'm not a nigger either. So as you heard, Dave Chappelle was talking about when he used, you know, a gay slur. um, And they brought him in there saying he couldn't say it. But he said, wait a minute, I use the N-word all the time what's going on with that? And, and and basically told him that in the long run, you can't use the, that word because you're not gay, but I guess you just, uh, the N word, I guess, because when he said that I'm not a N word either, and you know, and I try not to say that on my publications. Um, I really don't because I have a lot of people listening. I'm kind of from the old school and the old school says, if you have people listening outside of the black community, then you try not to say that because you don't want to make them comfortable. Yes, I know I played a clip from Dave Chappelle, but anybody can go get that clip. But I'm talking about coming from me, um, or at least on my public platforms. Because some people may ask me, why do you do that? That's the only reason I do that is definitely um, when in relation to us as black people. Now, if I knew it was all black people in the room, then I would say certain things because I know it's just an audience of us. Continuing. Now, Basically, Comedy Central was saying, and this is something not just Comedy Central, this is all over the place. It's okay for black people to use the N-word all day long, whether it's comedy, whether it's music, whether it's movies, TV. You can use the N-word all day long, which you cannot talk about, as he talked about in his Comedy Special, the alphabet community, Okay. I had a comment come to me on YouTube when I had said that in the video. Well, why are you saying alphabet community? Just go ahead and say it. Well, first and foremost, I understand, as Voltaire had eloquently stated, 
if you want to find out who's powerful, find out who you can't talk about. I want to repeat that again. If you want to know who's powerful, find out who you can't talk about. There's only two groups in this country that you cannot talk about, that you would have consequences immediately. You could talk about black people, and some people may say, well, if I, you say the N-word or you lose things, uh, yeah, you do, but then that's becoming less and less today. Trust me on that. You could talk about white people. You can talk about Asian people. You can talk about Hispanic people. You can talk about all these different groups of people. It's fine. But we all know the alphabet community, you cannot talk about them except in the guise of praise. And also the community that wears the small hats, you can't talk about them either unless it's going to be in the guise of praise. Matter of fact, if you say something um, in relation outside of praise, then you can get everything taken away from you. Jobs, personal business, you can get uh, uh, funding, you can get all kinds of things taken away from you. Now, back to what Dave Chappelle was saying, we, I'm just telling you as a reality, as a podcaster, that is a reality. So some of you that be in comment section saying that, why don't you say this, why don't you say that, first and foremost, you create a platform and you go say it, okay? I don't have enough outside support yet to go, I can just say whatever I want. See, Dave Chappelle, what I like about him is that he's in a position they can't do him nothing. Now, you may say, Phil, you're talking about they can't do him nothing. When he walked away from $50 million with the Chappelle show, he left. He left. He, you know, reportedly that he went to South Africa for a little while. He left. Yeah, he did talk about he went to South Africa for a few years. And then he came back. Dave Chappelle came back and went back on the uh, stand-up stage, and he was doing everything, and rebuilt himself back up on his own. Well, his money wasn't linked to Comedy Central. See, it's a beautiful thing when you do things for yourself, and no one can take anything from you. See that Netflix special? Dave Chappelle got his check already. They're not telling Dave Chappelle, well, you know, you say this, then we're going to take your money away. No, that's the best deal to receive. Get your check. Do your job and go on by your business. So even if y'all tried to so-called, oh, we're going to cancel Dave Chappelle because of his jokes. You understand what I'm saying? Or he made jokes about the uh, Jesse Smollett and all that. Like he, that's what comedians do. If comedians cannot joke anymore, then I believe all comedians should take a strike. They should say, you know what? I'm not performing. I'm not doing nothing in the United States of America. I'll go to other countries where I can actually be myself and, and let them enjoy my comedy, but I refuse to. That's I would have no problem with comedians doing that, like just completely taking the strike, because this is ridiculous that you can't say anything about, about certain individuals anymore, and it's a problem. We need to take everything from them. We need to, um, quote, unquote, cancel them. And then black people, out of all people, you got some black people that make me sick. Oh, they make me sick. You jumping on board with going after Dave Chappelle. Of course, they went after Dave Chappelle. When you know how it feels as a black person for someone to treat you uh, different and try to shut your mouth just because of the color of your skin. You know what I'm saying? We live in a society where it is a bunch of kindergartners, and I hate it. I hate it with a passion. Trust me, I hate it. I can't stand American society anymore when it comes to talking about certain things. Certain things should be looked at as offensive, but if a comedian cannot joke, 
if you can't take your wife, your girlfriend, your husband, your boyfriend, you know, to a comedy show and laugh and enjoy it without the comedian worrying about, man, if I make this joke, I'm going to cause this. Let me tell you something. Last comedy show me and my wife went to was Cat Williams, okay? My, I, we were laughing from the, his comics before they came up to him. My face was hurting when I left out of there. We enjoyed going to watch Cat Williams when he had came to Houston that time. The scriptures teach you laughter does a hard good like medicine. A lot of us in this country are stressed all the time. We're working. We're, we're just dealing with the cares of this world. Sometimes you just need to relax. You need to laugh a little bit. And comedians are great for that. And to try to make a big deal out of every time a comedian says something, when he talked about everybody in that special, he didn't target just them. But it makes people not like you as well because when you get to the point that if somebody, does, a comedian makes a joke and then you're just having an issue with it, come on. And he didn't. And then if you listen to everything he said in that special, you watched it, it wasn't nothing bad. It wasn't nothing that wasn't true. That's the thing. You get what I'm saying now? You could talk about black people all day long. You could say slurs about black people all day long, and that's fine. But the moment you talk about these individuals who you can't talk about, it's a problem. And people, you know, and the thing is, what he didn't talk about was President Obama. Let's get to him. President, prior to President Obama, he's the one, if you want to blame anyone, he's the one that, that gave the alphabet people a wide berth. And so much so that they got over black people and our issues and struggles. We got pictures all over the place of us being hung, firebombed, killed, you know, enslaved, all over the place. And yeah, you could talk about us. But we don't have pictures of the alphabet people suffering what we suffered, and yet you can't talk about them at all. You can't even make a joke about anything. Not nothing mean, just a regular joke. You can't even say what Dave Chappelle said. They say, wait a minute, how is it I can't talk about them, but I can say the N-word, and then they can say, well, you know, basically, you are N-word, so, you know, I mean, they should have brought him in there for talking about black people. But they don't care about black people because they look at us as in words. I've said that hundreds and hundreds of times that Dave Chappelle was just exposing that in this comedy special. Another thing that happened, and I'm going to tell y'all, this is why I'm about to start pushing more and more and more to, for y'all guys to support on the outside, even if it's $5 a month, a dollar a month, on whatever platform we have. On this podcast, they was giving us a lot of um, ads, and in the if you know anything about Anchor, they give you an ad and then you record the ad, and then it runs before your podcast on the middle of your podcast or whatever. And some of you probably heard some of those ads I was doing. Well, my last ad I had it was for one company, Hawk Media, whatever. Yeah, okay, what happens is the ad finishes, right, and then they give you another ad. Now, I'm not going to lie. Ads from a podcast pay a lot more money than anything YouTube will ever give you, based on CPM-wise, if you look into that. So there was an ad that came up for a, it was called Girl Podcast or whatever. So when I see 
a girl podcast. I said, oh, okay, just a podcast, you know, women or whatever. So I looked into it, and I started reading the script. And it went because it was a script they give you. So as I read the script, it wasn't talking about, like, girls or nothing like that. It was talking about, as Dave Chappelle would say, the tease. And I said, um, why? first of all, I just, this is the first thing I did. I asked my wife, and I said, I got an ad for a podcast for the tease, and why did they send me this? Because I said, I don't talk about anything related to the alphabet community at all. I have no knowledge of it. I don't know anything. I don't even discuss that. So why would you send me this? That's that's what question. And my wife was like, I don't know. That's interesting. Why would they send you that? I'm like, I'll just floored, right? And she said, hmm, well, maybe they're trying to see if you would, you know, just take any kind of advertising or maybe they're just trying to test you. I don't know. That's what she said. I said, okay. So then after I talked to my wife, I was talking to uh, Kellen. And, um, you know, anybody don't know Kellen, Kellen's our uh, business manager. So, you know, I talked to him and I say, hey, Kellen, guess what happened? I'm telling him the same story. And he started laughing. He said, I don't know, man. It could, it could be, it could be the powers that be testing you to see if you take the money. And like, he didn't know anything about the conversation that me and my wife had, but he literally repeated the exact same thing she said. Right. And when I heard both of them say the exact same thing, I said, wow. I said, that's crazy. <laughs> that's really crazy. Um, so what I, you have a choice, you could do the, um, ad or not. So, I mean, I just, Hey, I left it alone and it's actually still sitting there. And, you know, I mean, to be honest with you, I could be making 1750 per 1000 listens, um, off of that ad, but I can't, I, okay. I just can't promote the tease because first and foremost, I don't live that lifestyle. Um, I'm a married man. I have children. I promote that. Um, and so why would I promote that, you know, type of ad or even just be a part of that kind of ad, like just for money. I mean, I just can't do that. I mean, could you imagine that I do that kind of ad and then people, you, everybody, if I find out, I say, Phil, why are you doing that? You know, if I, and I try to explain that to them, nah, nah, it was just an ad. It was just, and I'm like, nah, man, like for real, you know, so it would just be more problems than, than anything with that. And like I say, it's just nothing I just really personally support. I mean, I have, you know, like I said, I believe in the traditional family. Um, I'm more so a traditionalist in our community. I love everybody in our community. Um, I don't want to see nothing bad happen to nobody. But as for me promoting certain things, I just rather, like they say, stay in my own lane. And my own lane is promoting, you know, uh, marriage, traditional family, because I know that worked in our community. I know we had a man and a woman in a household with our children. Um, we had more economics coming in. We had more businesses. Uh, children, you know, was definitely in a better position. Uh, children, even statistically, uh, stay out of jail uh, more when you have a mother and father in the household. I'm talking about a, a good, viable, loving marriage, not just a, a marriage where you're just there, but you don't have no love there. Children have less uh, mental health issues. Uh, children excel more. So why would I promote anything outside of what I know that will work in our community? I'm just saying that's just kind of like what I'm going to promote based off of that. And if you try to bully somebody, I'm not the brother to bully, 
because <laughs> I'm black. You can't bully me no more than what I've been bullied for being black in America. Please, that don't work. That don't work on me. You can't wear me down like that. But the situation that you know we're seeing here, so that's why I would say that anyone that's listening to this podcast, uh, we have about 35 people that support us monthly um, on this particular podcast. But like I said, we can, you know, even if you support for a dollar a month, you know, that's why I even say, because sometimes we have two or 3,000 people listening to our podcast at a time, which is great. This is awesome. What, you know, what if all two to 3,000 you that are listening right now decides to support our podcast just for $1 a month or, you know, $2 a month, whatever amount you would like, but at least if we had $1 a month or every person that listens or more, then like, hey, sh we'd be like, that would show them that we don't need you like that to support us. And that's more so what I'm trying to, I'm going to really start pushing more and more. And I'm going to talk about to, that today in our live stream. I'm going to retell this same story um, because we have to support our own media. Okay. Just like Dave Chappelle is free to talk about what he want to talk about. And they so upset they can't do him anything. They upset by that. They can't take a, 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 a nothing from him. We have to be in a position where we could talk about whatever we want to talk about and, know that the people going to support us or we're in some sort of position where we couldn't deal or we don't need nothing no more. So if, if Netflix never give Dave Chappelle another special ever, it doesn't matter. He made a good check from Netflix. You couldn't blow that. Well, at least I couldn't blow that kind of check if you paid me to, because for me, let me get a house in a couple of countries a few houses in a couple of countries, and I'm not saying I'm about to break the bank on getting the houses either. I have me a couple of cars. I put some money up for my children in a trust fund, and and and, and I'm good. I put some money up just for you know a rainy day, like I said, just for, for me as well. So I say, hey, if I get to this amount, I may start pulling from this, but I just live a regular life, and that'd be the end of it. You get what I'm saying? I say I'm not about to blow all this, <laughs> you know. And then, and then the, I wanted to have so much I, I tried to help the community with because if you gave me a $40, 50000000 million check, I know it's not for me to spend all that money. I know it's for me to help people. So, you know, that's how I look at it. But we need to be in a position, and if you're concerned about you know, the people that you like or the media that we have, um, be always consider being a supporter because when it comes to people like Dave Chappelle telling the truth, he's in a position where he can do that, Okay. Certain limitations on some of the content creators that you may like and listen to. Um, it's some limitations because if you're on certain platforms, you got to abide by their rules. And then if you go too far with certain things, then they'll pull away the you know monetization from you. And then if you pull it away, well, at the end of the day, you still have operating costs. You still have people to pay. You still have bills to pay all the way around. Even in your personal life, you have bills to pay, especially if you built your business online. So you have to follow the rules on that. So, you know, with the Dave Chappelle situation, I went into that because that's how they get down. When you start talking like Dave Chappelle, this first thing you'll try to do is, is rip your things away from you. That's the main issue why they upset with him. So you got people, you know, ridiculing Dave Chappelle, going at him, saying this, saying that. Dave Chappelle don't care about none of y'all. He built this stuff up on his own after he came back. He don't, he don't need y'all like that. The more you talk about Dave Chappelle, the more people going to watch that Netflix special. The more people watch that Netflix special, the more Netflix is going to call him back and say, hey, Dave, you want to do another one? You know what I'm saying? Because it made us so much money. I mean, that's really how that works. I know that from personal experience, that when everybody was 
coming at me last year or October because you, you, you were mad about something that, that you had nothing to do with. I mean, it's not like I was advertising I was a, uh, available or something to, to, to get with any women, but you mad about my personal life, the, the ones that were at the time period. And all I ended up doing was promoting me more than I ever been promoted. I ended up getting 200,000 subscribers off of all that promotion. So if I got 200,000 subscribers off of all that promotion in, in, in a two-week time span, I can imagine how many millions of streams that Dave Chappelle has received on Netflix for his comedy special. I can imagine. Because the more pissed off people are at you, the more people are going to be curious that maybe not even thought about your comedy special would go hear it because like, what are people so pissed off about? Let me go hear it. That's usually what happens. That happened with me. I Man, I saw a video about you, and I didn't even know even much about you, so I had to go find out. Some people were talking about you. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of controversy, it, it, it do help at the end of the day. That's why if you're so mad at a person, just best to not even talk about it. Like me, I'm not going to draw attention to certain people because I know the what they call the Streisand effect. You know, you have the unintended consequence of promoting a person uh, to a bigger audience based off of you just being pissed off. I understand that the phenomenon very, very easily, and I experienced it. But Dave Chappelle, like I say, this I, I, I commend him with this because he really exposed the hypocrisy in Hollywood with this little clip. He exposed the hypocrisy in the music industry. He exposed it. You can sit up here and talk about us all day long, but you better not say a word about the alphabet people and that's not right either you take that stand with everybody and say listen don't say nothing you know derogatory toward nobody or you just let everybody say what they want to say you get what i'm saying now i know a lot of people on the political right is just defending dave chappelle because let's call it what it is they don't like dave chappelle they like the fact that they say well dave chappelle we can defend him then um we could say it because they had this thing about freedom of speech. And, you know, the freedom of speech for a lot of them is freedom to be racist. You get what I'm saying? And, and, and what Dave Chappelle was saying was nothing I would deem as, as just being hateful. I mean, it's a difference uh, being hateful versus um, just making, you know, comedic jokes. It's totally, totally different from that. But, you know, even on the, on the platform on YouTube, you can't even hardly make jokes like that because, they, I mean, it, it, it's, it's always something. It's always something going on. So I said for us, the podcast would be a better place to have certain discussions. Like I think we talked about um, a few weeks ago, maybe a few months ago, when they had a, a talking about a, an article in the New York Times called The Case for Gay Reparations. I didn't even make that video on YouTube because any of the things you say on YouTube, I mean, like I said, if you want to find out something, they are highly protected on YouTube as well, you know. Um, I just had a video I thought it was interesting that wasn't even demonetized. I think it was a King Gonda video and it was talking about, uh, our people who date interracial race traders. It was a topic that was presented to the Ugandan people and they answered it. Most of them said no, but yet it wasn't in the yellow, uh, thing, you know, YouTube, it could go from green to monetized yellow to, um, need a review. It went to confirm manual review. And then what they demonetized it for was sexual content. I said, well, nothing sexual in it. You know, but certain topics, they'll do that too. Like, like just what I even review. And so I'm going to have to email my people on YouTube. But like, y'all don't realize some of the things that I deal with and go through on that platform. I'm telling y'all. This is how I say once again. 
we got to get our supporters up. We got 35 supporters on our podcast. We need at least that's the start off. We can get up to a hundred um, before the end of the year. That'd be great um, to, to have that at least on a podcast. I mean, I would like to have it more, but let's just, if we can get up to that, we got 35. Like I said, if every person that listens to this podcast, once again, will say I'm willing to commit $1 minimum a month to listen to the podcast, we will knock it out the box here. And then we can do a whole lot more podcasts than what we were doing before. And I will say, they don't need the ads. I mean, if they send it fine, but we don't need it. We got our own people. But like I said, thank you guys for listening. Like I said, when it comes to Dave Chappelle, if you have not watched it, it's called Sticks and Stones on Netflix. Go check it out. You're going to laugh. You know, sit down with your wife, your, your girlfriend, your, your boyfriend, your husband. You know, y'all sit, sit down. You know, you, you know, I don't know how you let your kids listen to certain things, but people let their kids listen to anything these days. But hopefully they're teenagers and not little kids. You know, I'm not really a fan of letting little kids hear a certain kind of uh, language. You know, let them be kids as long as possible. But check it out. If you get a chance, leave me your thoughts. Thank you for listening to the Philo Scott audio experience. I hope you learned something from our program. Make sure if it's your first time here, go and check out all the episodes that we have. Start binge listening. That way you can get acclimated to everything that we're talking about. If you like our show and we would greatly appreciate you liking the show, support us monthly. You can do it as little as a dollar or more. Support of the show helps us to keep going helps us to change, upgrade, buy equipment. You know, eventually we're going to start bringing guests in and we want to make sure we put on a great show for you guys. So support is definitely something that we greatly appreciate. We definitely appreciate all our supporters that we have now. We love you. We cherish you. Thank you for everything that you're doing. See you next time.